Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, episode two, Nick. At Geeks and Ammo, episode two. This is uh, Nick. Hi, I'm Nick. Yeah. I'm Matt. Um, we're back. Um, you may have, um, well, I hope you've downloaded our our latest episode previous to this one, our previous latest episode, which is episode one. Yes, it's the imaginatively titled episode. Ima- imaginatively titled. Well, we did call it Invasion of the Pod People. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. the, uh, this one's got a title as well. Look, Return from the Black Lagoon. I see. Yeah. Um, so, um, obviously, that last one is essentially, that's kind of a voice from yesteryear. Days of old, Nick. Yes, literally yesteryear. Back, yesterday, yes, literally the back, year before this year. Yes, yeah. back back in uh, back in two thousand and seven. Do you remember what it was like in two thousand and seven, Nick? Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember how oh, the olden Unicycles days? Unicycles everywhere. Yeah. And... The olden days. Yeah. Top hats. Mm. Courtesy. Yeah. None of this yobs. Um, yeah. So um, apologies for the uh, the delay. We were going to. Um, we were going to do a Christmas one. Do you remember the Christmas one? I remember the idea of the Christmas one, but it's it, an amazing idea. It kind of degenerated into lots of turkey and alcohol. Yes, without recording. Without recording. Yeah, it's probably wise to get the recording equipment away, to be honest. Yes. This expensive uh, recording suite that we have. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Um, um, so, yes, uh, we are... Um, I know we've been a bit... We're definitely going to be doing to every bi-week, bi-weekly podcast, bi-week. aren't we? Once every two weeks. Once every two weeks. Yes, yep. we're definitely going to do that. Where we're going to keep up the schedule. We are now on Podbean. Um, you may I've written down the um, I've sent the uh, I've put the uh, URL on my blog. Okay. Um, but I think we should probably do something about a website for geeks and ammo. We should. We should have a blog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we can have a proper website. Get a domain or something. Yep. That'll be amazing. It will. Yeah. Um, so look out for that. But in the meantime, we're on a, we're on Podbean. I've not uploaded to iTunes yet, purely on the basis that we're probably going to change home. Yes. In the next sort of month or so, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but you can download it. You can subscribe to that RSS feed on there. Um, this little embedded player and stuff. You can listen to us on the train, on your horse, on the way to work. But anything. that's it. Just that's on a train, <laughs> train horse, uh, on or on your way to, to work. work. But not if you're on the way to work on a horse. No. No, because that would be wrong. But on your way to work on a train is fine. That's fine. Um, I have a matrix on the site. Not while you're walking, though, because... Um, you could you walk it because uh, apparently there's a charity going around. This is true. Putting 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 big pads on lampposts because people like you, you stupid people, were listening to podcasters like us yeah. and entertaining, getting so enthralled with what we're saying, the words that are coming out of my mouth now that you're bumping into lampposts. Yeah, we, we couldn't we just like couldn't we just like sort of have public service announcements every now and then? Yeah, we you know because there are going to be so up. many people listening to this. Yeah, that if I just say now, hang on, look look up, look up. One of them is going to be walking into a lamppost. We've just saved someone we've from saved, walking into a lamppost. We've saved a cranial injury. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. We I should get sponsorship. We should the from the British Medical Association. Yeah, whoever so, it is that's going around putting, well, adding on lampposts. The British Medical Association always complaining about people getting hit in the face in boxing and brain damage that causes. Yeah. And yet they ignore, they completely skirt over the, the scourge of podcasts and yeah. how people walk into lampposts. So that's something that we are... Uh, we should definitely uh, encourage. Don't look up now. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep doing that. That'll be really funny. Yeah, yeah. That'll get. That'll get. That'll never that'll, get tired. That'll, that'll never get tired ever. That'll, Can we just have that on the button? That'll just. That'll just be the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. <laughs> um, so um, let's let's revisit one of the subjects from episode one that was so recent. Um, if you want cutting edge news from December two uh, two thousand and seven, refer to episode one, and you'll hear of a device. Um, that was once called the Kindle. The Kindle. Do you remember the Kindle? I think it's still called the Kindle. Is it? Is it still going? Yes. Is it? Is it not in, a collector's in, in the sense that many sort of long dead people from history <laughs> yeah. still have the same names that they had when they were alive. Yes, it's true. 
The Kindle's not dead. No, it's not dead. It's just in torpor. Yes. <laughs> it's just it's in a vegetative, constant vegetative state. It's gone to the place that technology goes when no one cares anymore. Yeah, it's gone to the same place as the 8-track and the Betamax video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, we'll get on to Betamax in a minute. That's, we that, We could have used that as a segue. Oh, that would have been such a good segue. We'll do it in a minute. We'll Remember do... that. Remember just, that. Just, just keep this this point in mind. We'll come yeah. back to it, and we'll then we'll segue. Then we'll, we'll branch segue. off. We'll do that, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Penguin, however, the, the well-known publisher of books, not the not the, not, silly, not not the, the black, and white. Not black and white bird, but bird, really yeah. cool swimming. Is it a bird? Yeah. Okay. Flightless bird. Okay. Not wings. I thought it was an animal. No, no it's okay. It's a bird. Flap it. it lays eggs and stuff. It's okay. got a beak. Right. Anyway, right. They've <laughs> not uh, that kind of penguin. Not that kind of penguin. Although there's a penguin on the logo. They've uh, they've decided they're going to do some uh, DRM-free audio books, which is cool. It is cool. Um, start selling them, um, which basically means if you don't know what DRM is, um, basically means you can download it and you can play it on any device and you can move it about. You don't have to worry about how many devices it'll go on to and it won't lock out. Basically, it's not iTunes. Um, it's very cool. Um, uh, but they basically said the Kindle's rubbish, um, which I think is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the major publishing houses in the world has said. We're not using those yet. They're not nearly good enough. No, um, which is great. But you know, good for web browsing, as we've uh, as we've discussed. Yeah, there's definitely no other wireless device has ever been good for. See, I really don't get why they can't just nail it. I mean, it's a a flat piece of plastic. That's not a flat piece of plastic. The Kindle's a Tomytronic. We've discussed this before. It it it's a piece of electronics that has a screen. A screen. A this screen. is this is a technology that's been around for quite some time. Quite some time. That's that at can, least three or four years in, in Somerset. <laughs> that can display text and that has a button, button for when you want to move on to the next page. But not the not the Kindle. The Kindle is is a mm. Tomitronic style device. I don't know why Sony haven't sued them to be honest. Mm. Right? And it's got about forty 40, 50 buttons on it. Yeah. Do gone as and the thing is, I could understand that if you're allowed to edit the books, like like I said, you know, if you didn't like the ending and that, you could yeah. change the end. That would be really cool. You could do that. That's rubbish. <laughs> and Kill it was her. all a dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could just end ev end everything <laughs> like like season three of Dallas begins. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's the Kindle. We've revisited. You see what we did? We recapped. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's very much probably on the te same technology parlours. The uh, the Betamax video. Nick. The Betamax video. Yes, as Sony. Do you remember the Sony? Uh, the, the format wars back in the eighties between VHS and Betamax. I do, I do, and I remember some some more recent format wars. A recent format war, you say, Nick? Yes. Why? That that's all. That's almost current news. It is, <laughs> and it would have been current news if we were reporting on it as it was happening. But what we were really doing was saving everything up. We saving knew up. we knew that it was going to be over fairly Definitely. soon. So. I knew it was going to be over. <laughs> I'll tell you how I knew it was going to be over. About sort of January, beginning of January, I went onto Amazon.co.uk, the well-known purveyor of the crap that I buy. Hmm. I was like, I wonder how much I wonder I wonder how much a HD DVD player is because I don't want to give my money to Sony in that evil Blu-ray. HD DVD player about forty p with seven free movies. Yes, that's what a HD. Now that for me. That was an indication of the direction in which the format war was going. Yes, it's kind of like, do you know, like um, when back the you know, the heyday of the British Empire back in the sort of like the late nineteenth century yeah. when we sort of invaded everyone, we always won basically because we had lots of guns and they had nothing but rocks. Yes, that's what the format wars turned into. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, so HD DVD, the HD DVD is dead. It's dead. It is dead. Um, Blu-rays won. We yeah. don't like that. Boo. Boo to Sony. Boo to Sony. Yeah. Um, through the, uh, Statistically, they had to win a format war, though. 
They've gone yes. through quite a few. Yeah. Oh, do you remember mini discs? They they slugged that one out for ages. Mini discs, Betamax. <laughs> Betamax, yeah, that's a good one. And they wouldn't have run with Blu-ray if they hadn't have launched a crap if they hadn't have console. shoved it into the PlayStation Three and forced it down everyone's throats. Well, twenty. I know. Well, you said something. And as, about, as yeah. we, yeah, yeah. There's um at the point that the uh, the HD DVD was declared dead, um there were three point three million Blu-ray players sold and three million of them were PlayStation 3s. And simultaneously, there was a survey that said that only 17% of PS3 owners even realised that they had a Blu-ray player in their PlayStation 3. So they've just they've just won by covert marketing and throwing gobs of money at movie studios. And the fact that they own about a third of the music studios. And the fact that they own about a third of the movie studios. Yeah, that, that probably helped the fact that they said, oh, oh, let's go to the boardroom. We've got a big conference. What are we going to use for our movies, Mr. Sony, man? Shall we use our format? Or should we use our rival's format? I bet that took them ages to chew that one over. <laughs> yeah, so basically, if you're looking for a bargain now, um, you can go Oh, out. I've got some great news about that. It's awesome, right? Right, so the morning that it all happens, right, they say, oh, right, yeah, the HD DVD's dead, right? Play.com, day, one day it says, we've got HD DVD player. This HD DVD player, the next day, you click on the same product, it goes... DVD upscaler. <laughs> <laughs> so it upscales your DVD. It's not an HD DVD player. Definitely not an HD DVD player. It's just a DVD upscaler now. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so basically all the manufacturers are now discounting their stuff to a level where they can get them out the door and ship them to you slightly less expensively than they can burn them. Yeah. So if you're really up for it, you can get loads and loads of cheap HD DVDs and burn them yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or you could use you could fashion some kind of rudimentary coffee table out of them. You could. Slightly cheaper than an IKEA coffee table, probably. Yeah. Hmm. You could do some kind of electronics art. Yeah. Do like we could probably make yeah, you could do like some like modern art with it. Yeah. Just leave a big pile of those and next to it a big pile of poo. Yeah. And sort of like some kind of and gadget put out a list of the top ten things that you could do with your HD DVD player and one of them was go out and buy twenty of them and build an enclosure for your Blu-ray player. <laughs> I think my favourite thing that uh, the Engadget reported on was just af- immediately after the PS3 came out, because they're ugly, horrible-looking machines, um, somebody had actually gutted it and turned it into a George Foreman grill. Yes. That was brilliant. I love that man. I don't care who it is. I think he's a genius. Um, anyway, so that's that's Sony, evil Sony. <laughs> Sony. Um, so, uh, oh, uh, right, so we're going to carry on with a bit of tech news now because we decided to be a bit more... We're going to be like a bit more techy, but not like heavy techy like the tech podcast is what we decided, isn't it? Yeah. Right. That's a format that you can all look forward to. Um, so uh, you've got an iPhone. We've discussed this iPhone. before. Yeah. Um, and basically, Apple have finally allowed people to develop bits and bobs for it. You know, like you can download Java games and stuff for other phones and all this other stuff. You're going to be able to do that for iPhone now. You're going to be able to do that for iPhone now officially. People it's have been... a really cool thing that you want to talk about. It's now. a really cool thing. We're not really going to talk about like the, the, the software development kit that they've released um, that they've just released. Um, we're not really going to talk about like sort of the whole development thing. It's more it's more how they're going to be selling these applications and and the possibilities that that gives. So there uh, everything's going to be sold through iTunes, but also through um, an application called the App Store that's going to be right there on the iPhone. So you're going to be able to just go and download and buy applications just just like that straight from your iPhone. Um, now, they, they're going to let people sell, um, give away free applications if they want to. Um, or if developers want to uh, set a price, they can set any price they like for their application. 
um, they're going to get 70% of that money and Apple are going to get 30%. And I think that's massive because it means if, if say that right at the moment, they could make some monies. You could, you could, you could not just make some monies. Okay. At the moment you can write um, a program that people can put onto their mobile phones and smartphones. You've got to charge a fair amount of money for it because it's got to be worth getting through all the credit card transaction fees and people have got to get to your site and they've got to download it and they've got to install it to their device and you don't know whether it's going to be good software. You're just going to be able to submit something here that's going to go straight through iTunes, straight to all the iPhone users in the world. There's like sort of 5 million iPhones out there at the moment. If I could make a cool application that just one in five iPhone users would buy and if I could charge a dollar for it, then every month or when I've sold those those million copies, Apple are going to send me a check for $700,000. That's... That. It's in dollars, dollars worth about as much as a peanut. Wait, though, okay, it? yeah, well, I could get... About 40 quid, isn't it? $700,000. I could probably get, yeah, <laughs> get, get a new shuffle with it. You can't, you, get, you can't miss out on a cheap dollar joke. No. You can't miss out on that. You've got to get right in there. Mm. I just love the fact that it's about the same price as a Canadian dollar now, isn't it? Yes. That's really great. That's awesome. Anyway, no, I don't want to belittle it. It is very cool. It's a very good idea. Um, I'm sure they'll find some way of making more money out of it, but... Um, Yes, so uh, which so for instance, you could make an application which um, did a scour of all the news sites to say, bring me some news on badges, for instance. For instance. You could do that. That, or was, you that just, wasn't going to be the first thing on my list. But you could just come to me for badger news. I, I could. You could. Have you got uh, some badger news? I, there's been loads. Badgers have been all over the news, Nick. Hang on, did we, did we have any badger news in episode one? Um, there should have been some badger news. I couldn't find it. I think it must have all been in episode zero. Right. Um, but it's all right, they'll get, they'll get the hang of it. They know I talk about badgers. Um, but, right, so we've had Brian Shule talking about badger poo in the Evening Standard. Right. That happened, yeah. right? I don't know why I was talking about Very strange man. But that's, an, that's a proper proper media person. Mm-hmm. You know, all pervasive badger news. And the uh, government is still planning on uh, culling badgers. You can't cull badgers. They're going to kill them. Why? Because Humphrey, the down-the-street cat, told them to. Ah, I see. Apparently they, they carry tuberculosis. Like, that's a problem. Don't go out at night. You won't get TB. It's yeah. easy. I mean, if you're, you're going to... Go... You're going to go wandering through woods at night. You should expect to get something horrible. If you're going to go out wandering in the dark at night, what's more likely? Worrying that badgers. Get, that you're going to get beaten up and mugged and your wallet stolen, or that you're going to run into a rabid badger. Exactly. I don't, well, they're not rabid. That's a bit harsh. Oh. No rabies in this country. They've got TB. Oh. Just because they don't... Is that, that better or worse than rabies? Well, it's just because it's a bit of discrimination. When we're 14, when we're like in our formative years, we get TB jabs. No badgers get TB jabs. Can't they just do that for badgers? You think so? Yeah. No, they're going to go around killing them. Just call them all in one day. Give yeah. them that little stabby thing on their arm. But they could do what I did and just not turn up. Ah. Ever. Yeah. And so I'm basically going to die of TB. You're going to die of TB from a badger poison. Yeah, yeah. Be like Doc Holiday, but not as cool. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's. I've just done a brief badger news because you're right. We didn't refer to it in the last podcast, so it could be slightly confusing for people. I don't care. Um, and it is slightly plagiarising monkey news from Ricky Jay. From I didn't podcast. even realise that you'd done that. Until I told about you. A week I told ago. you that in uh, episode zero. Yeah, I told you I'd done it. That was last decade. It was last decade, but no, I, I have done it. Yeah, it wasn't intentional, you mm. understand. It was just like, oh, I'll talk about badgers. But it became a regular thing because I kept reading about them in the paper. Every time I was opening the paper, there was something about badgers in there. Yeah. A very popular news article, Nicholas. Don't underestimate the pull, the drawing power of the uh, the badger. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, this is kind of like building a niche, isn't it? Cause, it is, I mean, yeah. this is the only podcast that you can come to and find out about the Kindle, the death of HD DVD, uh, the iPhone SDK, and badgers. Probably. Hmm. 
Unless, you know, Bill Oddie's doing a techie podcast. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we should definitely orientate our podcast toward Bill Oddie. Yeah. We'll talk about birds later on. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, so from we've done iPhone, we've done some badgers. Let's go back to some techie stuff. And um, something cool came out um, ages ago, again, but, you know, we're, we're, never accuse us of being cutting edge. Yeah. Um, the MacBook Air. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, so, everyone's so... like drooling over the MacBook Air. And I was like for about two minutes. And then I saw that it was about the same price as a MacBook Pro. Yeah. And it's also got the same power of an Amiga, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's slower. It's a little bit thinner. It's very thin. It is very it's thin. ludicrously thin. Unless you actually want to do anything with it, and then you have to start plugging things into the yeah, side of it. Yeah, because you can, there's nothing, it doesn't do anything. Do, do you remember when Apple laptop users used to laugh at PC laptop users? Well, all the stuff PC laptop out, users yeah. would walk around with a with an ultra-portable laptop yeah. and, and, a, and a massive box with a floppy drive-in yeah. and a massive block, box with a CD-ROM drive-in yeah. and a massive power adapter and all this stuff all over the place. And now Apple's doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, and it's it's. I don't see the point in them. I mean, who are you gonna be to need something that portable? That is more portable than this. How how why do you need something how that feeble, thin? How feeble do you have to be to have to have something that light? You'd have to be like, you basically have to be a fetus in need of a laptop. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you want a smaller laptop, you want a smaller. Less wide, less high laptop. Yeah, you want a little like a, like the ebook, like the EPC. Exactly, it's exactly what you'd want, like the EPC. That's great. You can just chuck awesome. that in a bag. You can chuck it in a big Amazing pocket. Um, tell them what the EPC is for those that don't know. E, e it's e. e e the EPC from Asus. This is awesome. this is like the the opposite idea. Rather than taking a laptop and just making it thinner, this is making it smaller in the two more useful directions mm. so it's like about the size of a what an a5 piece of paper yeah yeah and it's and it's remote, tiny yeah. and it's powerful and it's awesome it's tiny it's powerful but it has limited applications on it yeah which what i really like they don't want to put linux on it yeah so basically it is like a bare bones laptop isn't it yeah but because of that it is an awesome piece of powerful kit and it looks really cool and it's just a great idea and it is awesome. I think it's fully recyclable as well, isn't it? I think the EPC. Probably. Yeah, because um, I know the MacBook Air is. That's fully recyclable, and it doesn't have any bromides in the screen. Bloody hell. Yeah. Swoosh. <laughs> oh, right, well, basically, one of the big problems... Well, uh, Matt EcoWarrior, I'm going to put my uh, my Badger hat back on, yeah. EcoWarrior. One of the big problems, especially with Apple products, they use more than everyone else, is um, these bromides, I think. I think it's arsenic in the screens, yeah. right, and bromides to do some of the electronics and stuff. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but basically, because Apple use much higher-grade electronics, they use a lot more of this bromide stuff, which is very bad because there's like, wars in the Congo. People die. It's all very horrible. Right. Um, basically, because that's where all this... Stuff comes from. I see. Uh, th this is this is where my sketchy knowledge comes in. I've got a vague idea of what I'm talking about, but very actual little depth. Um, so essentially, what they've done with a MacBook, and basically, when you're recycling stuff, um, when you're sort of getting rid of old electronics, what basically happens is, um, this sounds like a horrible stereotype. But this is essentially what happens. They sort of like have to get chucked in acid. Um, right. And like they get children, there's children in China doing this, and they like die horribly, right. basically covered in acid. <laughs> they just grab the laptops and leap, in, <laughs> yeah. leap into yeah. the acid with them. It's like they'll leap to their dooms. Um, but essentially, that's how. Um, but the the MacBook Air is the first like fully recyclable Apple product, really. Right. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't have these the, the arsenic screen doesn't have the bromides. I see. Um, and it's got that obviously it's got that um, anodized aluminium instead of this plastic. Yeah. So there, that's uh, Eco Warrior news over. Hmm. Um, 
Now, more big news. I think that we've got to some like we're sort of like midway point. Monumental tech news. Microsoft are bidding for Yahoo. They really want to buy Yahoo, um, and there are really two burning questions here: why and who fucking cares? <laughs> yes. I mean, really, and they're going on about it. Phrases, oh, yes, we'll buy Yahoo, we'll get a big share of the market. No, as soon as Microsoft buy Yahoo, people will just start using Google. Yes. Now, Yahoo, to be fair, I think it's a bit of a bad rap because I think they've done quite a lot with their search engine. Quite, but there's not the thing is, there's not a lot you can do with it, is there? Well, Once somebody's like become so ubiquitous, like Google, and they've got such good search functions. Yeah. You, there's very little you can do. Yeah. To make searching better. Well, I mean, Microsoft have managed to make a complete hash of all their search engines and everything that they've got that competes with Google. So yes. they're either going to buy Yahoo and just shut down all of Yahoo's services. Which would be an idiotic thing to do. Which would be an idiotic thing to do. Or they're going to buy Yahoo and they're going to shut down all their own web services, which clearly they're not going to do. No. Or they're going to let Yahoo run their web services and give all Microsoft's knowledge and experience to help mm. Yahoo. And I think from where Yahoo is sitting, they're not really seeing how Microsoft are going to help them very much. No, no. So, so Yahoo would I just... I suppose the only other way you could do it is, is to sign a plug them all into the same thing. So even though you're using Yahoo or Microsoft, yeah. you're essentially using the same thing. Yeah, that's probably what would happen. That's probably what would happen. Be silly. And it still wouldn't be as good no. as Google. And you know, to be honest with you, if I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna use Google, I'm gonna use Ask, because yeah. Ask is the only thing that's doing anything sort of innovative with search. Yeah, um, quite like Ask. Anyway, I don't like the fact that they don't call it Ask Jeeves anymore. That's annoyed no. me. That's why I don't use it so much. The butler was good. The butler was awesome, especially if you asked him if he was gay. <laughs> what so did he say? He said, "No, I'm just jolly." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Is Jeeves gay?" It's like, "No, I'm just jolly." It's very funny. Um, used to, there used to be lots of secret questions in Ask Jeeves that yeah. you could put in. It was really, really good. Anyway, um, so yes, um, that, that's the uh, the Microsoft Yahoo thing, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, after that seamless edit, nobody will notice that. No, a seamless edit. Um, yeah. W- the problem we've got, we've got this week is that there's not an awful lot happening at the moment in the in the world of tech, is there? No, there's not. And, and you know, which begs the question what the fuck are they talking about for an hour and a half on twitter but never mind i'll find that out next week i'll listen to one yeah. i'll put myself through it as long as john devorak's on there we'll be fine um but so what we're going to talk about is some cool stuff that we have seen um uh, i i'm a big fan like we both uh read engadget um but the bits that interest me most is uh, is what what people do with old gadgets yeah. Um, I love that stuff, like the dude who made like a belt buckle out of an old N64 joystick. Yeah. That was great. Um, but no, we've seen one this week. It came out, I think it was yesterday, wasn't it? Um, the uh, the Etch-A-Sketch clock. Yes. Basically, what some people have done is they've got an Etch-A-Sketch, attached it to an incredibly complicated robot, which then draws the time on the Etch-A-Sketch, mm-hmm. and then after a minute passes, has an automatic tilting mechanism. It's massive, huge. Um, we just looked at the video, and it tips it over... Turns it back and then draws the next minute. That, that's great. I mean, it makes you wonder whether these people have girlfriends, really, doesn't it? It makes you wonder. You know, there's a reason we haven't got a cure for cancer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, there's people trying to work out the exact physics of crispy bacon and how to make an extra step sketch clock. I don't know. But have you been to Steampunk? No. Steampunk's great. Um, Steampunk, are, basically, there's, a bunch, there's this guy, he essentially. Uh, gets new technology hmm. and makes it look like old technology. 
Right. And one of the best ones did, that he did. Did he design the Kindle? <laughs> no, no, he did better than that. <laughs> he took he took a laptop, okay, and like he made it like with all like brass fittings and put ty- old typewriter keys on it, right. like the old sort of like oh, daisy that wheel. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And he did like a really good sort of like Morse code type mouse thing. Yeah. And um, he's done something with a big bus as well. He's kind of turned it into this big sort of like steam powered looking bus. Yeah. That's very cool. We like that. That that's a big fan of that kind of stuff. What about you? Have you seen anything remotely interesting? Um, I've seen very little interesting apart from the uh, the, the USB key mouse. The USB um, key mouse, that's which that. is which is just like the, I mean, for years th- th- this is the holy grail of integration of devices. Um, I always think, why doesn't my mouse have a USB flash drive built into it, um, or why doesn't my USB flash drive have a mouse built into it? Well, they've now made a mouse which will also plug into your PC and be a USB storage device. How big is it? It's about the size of a USB storage device. So how big is the mouse? About half the size of a USB storage device. So essentially it's a mouse for that fetus we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. It's the only one will be able to hold it in its tiny little hands. If any of our listeners remember the um, UK kids show called Finger Mouse, that was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. This is roughly the same kind of uh, mode of operation. (laughs) Oh wait, no, wait, wait, wait. There is, there is tech news. There is there tech is. news. Yeah, there's European tech news. We've, uh, we've basically launched um, um, a, a space truck. Yeah, Europe, they've lost a space truck. They've come up with lots of different imaginative names and descriptions for it. Yeah, but it's basically a big box that they've fired into space. Yeah, it's they're a box. really excited about it. They're very excited. They keep saying oh, it's an amazing bit of technology, and we're buying into the International Space Station. But essentially. I'm a little worried because like our, our contribution to the International Space Station is essentially haulage. <laughs> yes. Basically, it's an Eddie Stobart show. <laughs> but they're very keen to say that it's not just it's not just a space station. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're putting food into it and we're putting supplies into it. But but that's it, it's got scope far beyond that. You could put loads of different types of things into a big box and fire them <laughs> into space. <laughs> it's just a big truck. And what worries me about just that? Just think of the possibilities. What worries me about that is you're going to end up some bloke on the ground. Yeah. They're going to paint it white. Mm. A bloke on the ground called Keith. Yeah. Whistling out of the space station window. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I'm not happy about this. Essentially, our major contribution, Europe's major contribution to the International Space Station project, a joint operation between the United States and Russia yeah. and Europe, yeah. um, is basically we're giving them four lorries. Yeah. We're giving them some lorries. There'll probably be some Andrex in there. But think of all the re- think of all the records that we can set. You know, like this whole like all the, you know these people who uh, look at the uh, the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. And they just try to they just do something stupid. Yes. So that they can say that they're the first to do it or they've done it the most or they've done it the biggest oh, I, I, and, 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 and the space program has a similar thing it's like the first chimp in space the first dog in space the first man in space first yeah. woman in space first Britain in space now that we've got a big box that we can launch into a space big box yeah it, we can just like we could a uh, duck first duck in space <laughs> bang yeah totally we could, do, we could do all sorts of stuff That'd be great. We could break loads of records. We could become famous for launching stuff into space. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's probably must have been ducks before, at least in a hoisting sauce. Yeah. Rose, Maybe. Do they do space food? Do space Chinese? Um, I don't know. I, I brought my brother some. I brought my brother some space food for Christmas. Yeah. It comes in like a freeze dried thing. You get like freeze dried bananas. Right. Uh, freeze dried strawberries. Right. And my favourite was the freeze dried Neapolitan ice cream. Awesome. And that's actual NASA space food. Brought that. He's chuffed. He loved it. 
Yeah. He woke so, up a so, week later. <laughs> He'll be well set for when he's next in space. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, you know, it's just around the corner. We've got space truckers up there. Before you know it, there'll be a little chef. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, well, not Little Chef, they've gone out of business, but it'll be somebody else, like, you know, Road Chef or something like that, whatever they're called. Yeah. Space Chef. And then we can have, like, the first ice cream pancake in space. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, the burgers they sell are pretty much freeze-dried anyway, so they're right in there. They're ready-made. <laughs> Just flat pack it right up. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, talking of records, though, I was listening to, um, there's a BBC Radio Wales a guy called Rod Gilbert, he's a stand-up comedian. He has a stand, he has a Saturday morning show. Yeah. And one of the things he did, he was at um, a pre-rugby event and he was like, uh, he's saying, well, no, the thing about records is that some of them are really, really easy to do. You just got to find them. And apparently, at this point, the world record for the most Ferrero Rocher eaten in a minute was five. So he tried to get this nine-year-old <laughs> to meet the record. <laughs> he didn't do it. Couldn't get the wrapping off quick enough. Oh, I see. And he didn't eat all of them. He, he kept them in his mouth like some kind of hamster. Aye. Sadly. But no, that's maybe something we could do. We could do some live record breaking. Or you could. I'll watch. I'll be the timekeeper. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll find something. Hmm. Find something that we can do. So yeah, space trucking. There was a film called Space Truckers, I think. There was? Yeah. Wasn't very good. Aye. No. Anyway, I think we're, I think we're about... At, 30 minutes now, which yeah. is, I think, respectable. We've just done, like, 10 minutes of filler. They mm. wouldn't have noticed, though. No. No, that was, that was all quality stuff. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, sorry, but we've, we've gone on a bit, but um, there wasn't an awful lot of techie stuff to go on. Um, mm. We're still sort of, like, uh, working out what we're doing with our, with our podcast, what kind of subjects we're doing and stuff, mm. aren't we? Um, so that's why we kind of... Well, I go off track quite a lot, um, as anybody who knows me knows I do anyway. Um, so if you've got any feedback for us, it'd be good to hear from you. Um, you could send it to... Um, Geeksandammo at googlemail.com. Gmail.com. Google Mail. Really? Yeah, in this oh. country it's Google Mail. Oh, that's why my emails well, haven't been going anywhere then. Well, Google, <laughs> if you go to Gmail, it goes to Google Mail anyway, oh, so it's fine. Um, yeah, Gmail, Google Mail, whichever you prefer. If you, if you like typing, do Google Mail, mm-hmm. basically. Um, yeah, so if you send us uh, emails to that, um, we'll look at them. If you don't like it, we'll ignore you. Um, but if you think like you know you, you want us to talk about other stuff or if you want us to sort of like focus on different things we might pay attention to you, you don't know we may we may yeah probably won't mm. well you might I won't yeah I'm rubbish I, I've got a detention span of a sparrow yes um, so um, yeah so uh, yeah send us emails we, we like to we like emails um, and uh, we'll, we'll read those and we'll and we could read them out we could read them out on the thing we'll read them out live on air oh do you know what we could do right when they send us abuse yeah um if there's any good ones, I yeah. might read those out. Actually, that's soliciting abuse now. No, I'll definitely not read out any abuse. No abuse, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, that's that's pretty much what's done, isn't it? Is the chilli nearly ready? It is. This is a chilli cast this week, by the way. Um, I think next week's next time's going to be curry. We're going to try does. Thai curry next time, aren't we? Yep. We're going to have a bash at Thai curry next time. We'll let you know how that turns out. It's probably the most interesting thing. That's probably what they're waiting for. They're waiting to find out what we're eating. Yes. Yeah, well, that's, that's why we save it to the end. Yeah. Because there's build-up. Right, that's great. Okay, um, so um, I, I've been Matt and, and remain Matt as, as last week. I've been Nick and I'm probably going to be Nick next week. Definitely. Uh, we're going to have some chilli. Um, and uh, just, just to conclude, um, look up. <laughs>